What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. Today, we're going to be talking about being single, which relationships are such a... I feel like everyone asks about relationships. Mm -hmm. It's one, it's a fun topic to talk about. Obviously, that's where the tea is. That's what people like to talk about. And it's just, there's so much unknown or like interesting content surrounding it. So I feel like we do get a lot of questions about it Mm -hmm. in the sense of like being single and how does that fit with living a healthy, happy, confident lifestyle. Our like tagline is healthy, positive, confident lifestyles. Mm -hmm. And I always think about like, how do you want how do you describe what like this show is, what we're talking about? It's like that. That's what it is. It's like, if you want the whole blurb, it's like inspiring, healthy, confident, positive lifestyles. That's what it is. So how does, how do relationships, and I know we talk a lot about friendships because that is, in my mind, we know this, we love this. Any relationship is relationship. So friendship, Mm -hmm. family, like coworkers, very different levels, obviously. (laughs) Different types of relationships, but all relationships. But they're all relationships, which means they're all like complex and they're all blah, 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 blah. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Well, that's not what we're going to talk. Today we're talking more specifically about like romantic relationships, but also the being single aspect of that. Because we, we're two people, we always just bucket relationships kind of in general. So we have a lot of episodes talking about relationships, but we which apply so which apply to this more so about romantic relationships and being single versus dating someone and having a relationship and how that fits into your lifestyle. And so that's what we're going to dive into today, because like Catherine said... I think everyone wants to figure it out. No one, like, has cracked that code, and it's also kind of where the T's at. So true. One of our biggest things that we've said literally for so long, because we've obviously seen, like, our friends be serial relationship people, like, some of them, if everyone has friends that are, like, serial Everyone knows those relationship people. people. It's not really a bad thing, it's but not like a bad thing. everyone's it just, observed it. Like, it is a thing. And then uh, everyone obviously has friends who are serial, like, single people. And that's just that. But we've always said, because obviously, first off, you go to any family function and it's like, obviously, like, people are asking, like, people are curious, like, every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, you know, summer family little adventures. How's your mental health? How's your career? It's like, so do you have a boyfriend? I feel like if my family opened a statement with, like, (laughs) how's your mental health? I'd be like, well, do not ask. Like, it's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Okay, maybe that. Okay. okay. It's Thanksgiving. Let's rein it in. But that's what they always want to know. But yeah, the answer is, and we've said this so much, is that... Well, I feel like what you were getting at was when you say, I don't have a boyfriend, they're like, what, how? Yeah. And then people are like, oh, what, how? how?" Or people, if, I don't know, we have one of our friends that, like, complains all the time about being single, and she's a nice person, she's, like, pretty, she does activity, like, I don't know, she's like... (laughs) Just, you'd be like, you you could go out and get someone if you wanted. And that's the thing. It's like, anyone can get someone if they want. It's just, like, not going to be, one, a good fit, or two, like, a person of value. The thing is, like, anyone could go out and get anyone. anyone. You you do a little swipey swipe, you, you go for it. Like, you know what I mean? There are so many options out there, but the reason that people are either choosing to be single or finding themselves single Mm -hmm. is because there are not that many viable options yeah viable options that like work with you and fit with you and where you are in the moment and that's like that's a positive thing if you're single because no one is a viable option like that's not a negative thing like good for you for not just settling for whoever walks through the door next yeah so this theory that we've always had is that anybody 
can have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or be in a relationship if they wanted to. Because if your goal is just to be in a relationship, then you can do that easy. There are 7 billion people out there. You can find somebody to I'm say sure yes you can to find your boyfriend. someone I'm sure, to like go like on a date with you. Someone, you know? Someone. So if that's the goal, then like all about it, you can do that. And I think that that's how a lot of people approach it. They just want a boyfriend, they just want a girlfriend. And like that's fine because there can be some value in that, but it's very different when you're like, I want a good relationship that is the right fit that fuels my own life and adds to my life that i'm actually that's interested in the other person that's very different and not so, just like having yeah. a person fill some spot exactly so i think it's not just like single or in a relationship good bad black and white it's like you could be single you could be in a relationship that isn't that right and just fills space or you could be in a really healthy fueling good relationship so I, I it's not necessarily like oh if you're in a relationship it's all great and perfect and then if you're single like you're missing something because there are so many ways that being in a relationship if it's not the right one can drag you down and take away from your life rather than add to it as like a healthy good relationship should so it's not so black and white in that sense whereas you might be saying like oh that friend is always in a relationship they're getting all this other experience that i'm not getting blah 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 but chances are if they're always in a relationship it's not always the right one and they're likely missing out on a lot of their own self-growth and self-development and getting to know themselves because that's obviously you can be in relationships and then relationship ends like take time for yourself, like, Mm -hmm. rediscover who you are alone. That's not happening with these people who are jumping from relationship to relationship. And it's not a bad thing to be in a relationship, and it's not a bad thing to move from one relationship to another. Like, things end in very different ways for everyone. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was, like, it was over two months ago, and, like, just the label was over, and so you're ready to move on. Don't read too much into that, but the people who are just, like, jumping and not... Like, you know who I'm talking about. Everyone knows someone in their life that does this, or maybe even you do it, and you're realizing this right now. Mm-hmm. But when you jump from person to person, and see, I'm, my whole mind is, like, going to friendships, too, because people do this with friendships, too. Like, you jump from best friendship friend to, to best friendship. Friend. yeah. Or codependency you... Codependency to codependency. Or you're just only doing things with friends. Like, you can't do things mm-hmm. on your own, or anything you do is centered around, like, this is what these friends are doing, this is what this like group does which is a very good thing to have people that do the same things as you and like support you but you need to be able to like foundationally do things on your own and be your own person and be like find that out for yourself and solidify that so being single or having space to be yourself is what is going to help you discover who you actually are and then you can bring other people in like I know everyone says it all the time but it's so the truth Mm -hmm. yeah the jumping from one relationship to another like in Catherine said it's so circumstantial like I think that the only way that I would encourage like a friend who just got out of a relationship to immediately go into another relationship is if one they weren't like super heartbroken by the relationship that just ended and maybe it was a long time coming and then they just happen to meet someone that they're like oh my god this person is like the love of my life it's the perfect fit blah 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 that's a very different situation than 
ending a relationship and just needing to fill that space and immediately finding somebody else random to do it or finding somebody else and romanticizing who they are so that they will fill that space for you that's very different than finding someone who actually is a good fit I think in 99% of scenarios it's a lot better to take the time for yourself after you end a relationship to one heal from that and take the lessons from it and grow from it and figure out like what you actually value and want moving forward And also just because there probably isn't another perfect person for you just waiting right there. Like, it's probably not the most convenient person. For sure, no. Mm. And the people who jump from person to person, it is always just, like, the most convenient person. Mm -hmm. Because how else are you finding these people? (laughs) I don't know. They have to be just, like, the very next person to walk through the door type situation, which is not good. That helps no one. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help them. It doesn't help your future relationships. Mm -hmm. Like, it just... It just is. So we are stands for being single for so many reasons. Reason number one, honestly, the like biggest reason why I enjoy being single is because I like I'm going to wake up in the morning and I want to go and like do my own things Mm -hmm. and I want to be able to do all of my own things. Like it is such a time commitment. It's such Such a a time commitment commitment. that I don't want that I'm not ready to like give up my personal interests because you do. It's like a which it's a positive thing that you get to like give up certain parts of your space and time Mm -hmm. to share it with someone else but that's the truth like you have to give up certain parts of your space and time to share it with someone else but like in some phases of your life you don't want to give parts of yourself up like you want all that time for yourself and it's not selfish it's yeah it's how it's living your own life like that is you should be taking the time in your own life to spend on yourself and for yourself that said, that time should be filled with, like, activities, interests, hobbies, like, foundational, like, healthy habits, growth, doing your own thing, not just... Not wasting Not wasting it away. Like, that is such valuable and meaningful time that you get to spend with yourself and for yourself. And it doesn't mean locking yourself in a room alone. It means not concentrating all of your time and energy on to one person. Yeah. There is a lot to say for how a good, healthy relationship can also fuel your own self-growth and can be super beneficial because, I mean, not even from my own experience because I haven't had that, but I could see how with the right person and a very supportive person, like, it could help motivate you in your career. They could be a workout buddy or an activity buddy and motivate you with your teach you interests and things. And also be, like, a trusted best friend, like, that sort of situation. But regardless... Even if it is all of those positive things and it is fueling all of those things, it is still a time commitment. And I don't think that I realized, like, the actual concept of a relationship and how much of a commitment it was until, I don't know, going to college and, like, entering a more independent life. Because I think growing up, you know, you're in middle school, you're in high school, it's almost like, oh, I like you, you like me, now we're dating, kind of thing like that was the default there was no in between there's not often like depth and complexities in those relationships just because for most people that time in your life doesn't foster much depth and complexity obviously different people have different living situations and different life experiences and maybe that like life complexity starts way earlier but for the most part the depth of your relationship is obviously going to match the depth of your life and your own experiences outside of that and so when you're younger that just can't 
take place. Exactly. So it's always like in high school, you go on one date with a person and now it's like, oh, boyfriend and girlfriend. Now we're going to like have the yellow heart on Snapchat and Snapchat each other every day. Like that sort of relationship is very different than the expectations and the requirements and the commitment of a more mature relationship. And so I think that it's okay to recognize that you don't necessarily have the room for that type of commitment or that you don't want to have that sort of responsibility in your life because as great as a good relationship can be it is also a huge commitment and it comes with a lot of responsibility it's like owning a dog you know (laughs) you like beg for a dog as a kid growing up then you have to take care of it you know right (laughs) you're right right being in a relationship is it's exactly like owning a dog right you gotta feed it (laughs) yeah hopefully they'll they'll go on a walk with you right but and there's always so much controversy also about, like, situationships and the culture around that. And I think I've also come to understand that a lot more through understanding how much of a commitment an actual relationship is. Like, I understand the draw of something that's a bit in between more than I think I did a couple years ago. Wait, the other day when we were in L.A., it was um, two of our friends just in the kitchen. And something came up, and I was, like, walking down the stairs or something like I was exiting the room, and our friend Sammy was like, it, it was flowing in the conversation, she was like, what's the longest relationship you've ever been in? And I was like, well, that's such a fun question, because um, based on labels, none. <laughs> based on vibes, four years, and I just left the room. <laughs> and then they were like, and then they were like trying to figure out who I was talking, they were all like, they were naming all the names, like screaming it down the stairs, and I was like, what? And I was like, yeah, it's, a fun, it's a fun thing I like to do, is just like, keep the labels friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, it's kind of nice just to, like, have people in your life who, like, you've had things with at some point, but you always maintain, like, a friendly relationship, so it's not like you ever cut it off and you lose that friendship, but you don't have the commitment of a full-time relationship. But then there's, like, toxic parts of situationships and stuff like that. I think it depends on how you go about it. But I understand more than I ever did before the draw to that kind of murky area if you want to like still have people in your life and have experiences and you still like people but you don't want a relationship right there are so many levels to it there's so there's so many levels to it but everyone talks about it or like broadly discusses relationships in like black and white Mm -hmm. but doesn't have to be black and white at the end of the day it just has to be positive yes the problem with situationships and hookup culture is that it often can be negative if somebody is mistreating you disrespecting you you're always questioning where you stand you're feeling used it's like tumultuous it's that's the that's that's negative stuff that's what i'm saying is negative yeah and so i think there's it's very situational and there's so many layers to it but sometimes it can be nice to have something in between so it almost feels like it can be polarizing in the sense that there are some people who are always in a relationship or have so much experience with relationships and then some people who are just like perpetually single and not in a relationship and we got a lot of questions about this too we like people saying my friends are always in relationships and I'm not I feel like people don't like me that way I feel like I'm falling so hard behind I don't think, it's very easy when you're in that situation to think that it makes you better or worse or that it, like, 
is about you personally. I've always had this theory that dating is like a hobby and it becomes your comfort zone. Like once you have one relationship, that becomes your comfort zone. You're used to always having someone you're texting. You're used to always having someone you're talking to. You're used to always filling your space with this other person. So when you leave that relationship, you're going to go searching for another because that is what you're used to and that's your comfort zone. Similarly, If you're used to being single and you're used to spending time by yourself and you're not used to having somebody else that you're talking to and you're not used to searching for other people and going after other people, that's your comfort zone. So you're going to stay in that place too. So somebody who is always in a relationship versus somebody who's always not, it's not really about you being better or worse. It's about is that a habit or a hobby in your life or is it not? Everything comes back to comfort zones because it's where we like to stay and so it's kind of like which one is your comfort zone and are you resistant to being single and spending time with yourself or are you resistant to leaving the comfort zone of being single and spending time with yourself but no matter what even if you are in a relationship or if you're single like you need to have that relationship with yourself and you need to be good with yourself and you need to like have an existing persona like Mm. a, a unique and individual persona if you're in a relationship or if you're not And this is, I'm saying both of those things because it's true. Like, you can lose your independence even in a friendship and, like, find yourself being, like, only interested in someone else's interests or someone else's hobbies and just absolutely losing any side of your own. And that can happen for so many reasons. One, you feel like you're going to lose them if you have your own individual things or if you don't just completely absorb everything that they do and say Mm -hmm. as your own. And, like, that is, that is an issue. That is such an issue, whether it's a relationship or it's a friendship. And I feel like it is way more socially acceptable when it is a relationship because it's like, oh, that's just like what they're doing. Like once you start dating someone or being in a relationship with someone, you like it, it happens all the time where someone just like you stop hanging out with your friends. You maybe stop doing your own activities. You're doing a lot more of their activities. Um, but that I'm saying that in like an, it's imbalanced way and you're losing like core values and foundational parts of yourself because you're spending all of your time and energy and effort on this other person and their interests and their lifestyles. I am all for contrasting relationships and friendships. I think those are so valuable and important and like elite. What do you mean It's just elite. When you and someone else are like two different types of people. Like an opposites attract. Yeah. So I know we talk about this in a lot of friendship episodes and with one of our friends who we like I literally talked to her about this on the daily like it's an because we know that we are two very different people but the way that we think and the way we go about our lives even though it manifests very differently in what we do is very similar so we can talk about it and I can teach her about what what I'm doing and what I'm interested in like how my life is going and she can teach me about the same things in her life and we both just understand it so well even though we don't actually understand the topics like she doesn't not on social media like doesn't not doesn't go to the gym doesn't doesn't do those things she will happily like sit and listen to that and listen to like how I explain my relationships with other people Mm -hmm. and the same for her I don't know anything about her interests and how she fills her time but I will happily sit there and listen and learn about them because I get where it's like it's clicking for me in my brain because the way she is approaching and interested in the things that she is interested in is the same like mental it's the same pathways as how I'm interested in the things that I'm interested in so and it works so well 
mm-hmm. so much content to discuss <laughs> so much to, and we'll like do each other's activities we don't actually have any personal interest in each other's activities yeah. but it's enjoyable because it like clicks in our brains because that's that's the foundational like similarity yeah but otherwise we're very different people and i love those relationships because you it's so like just interesting and fun and exciting and like you learn so much and it's just great and one that's a different point that i need to make but it's those like contrasting relationships and people that are not like you solidify who you are because Mm -hmm. it's like you need the other people in your life to kind of put you in your place and kind of bounce off of and balance out so that you actually have a solidified place in like life and your networks and your like you need to be observed you need to be compared to other people in order to like fully be a saturated version of yourself that's valid because if you are only around people who are exactly like you like it's like an echo chamber there's no individuality there and you kind of lose sight of like where you start and they end yeah but at the same time if you're with a group where everyone is very different than you but like they're all the same it's like they're like a homogeneous group Mm -hmm. and then you're different and you're entering it well that's just and you kind of like change yourself going into that then you also lose yourself but you thrive when you're in a situation where everybody is respected and valued like as their individual selves. I think the best type of relationship is one where two people have the same values but different interests. I yeah, think that's what that's you were exactly explaining. What, I think, what it is. You know, well, it, that it goes further like not just values but like we understand each other's like thought patterns because those are similar and like that does overlap with different values. Mm-hmm. But like having the same values and different it like you need some contrast some variation obviously with anyone you need something to like bond over exactly but then it's so valuable to have parts that are very different about each other and respect that do you want to learn a new language maybe for an upcoming trip maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages maybe you just want a new skill rosetta stone is going to help get you there When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly. And the best thing about Rosetta Stone is that Rosetta Stone offers a lifetime membership. So you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons, all the languages, forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my Mandarin and let me tell you Rosetta Stone is incredible. The way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my Mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch. Of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive. You learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score.
The ambition card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. Like, for me, I know what a lot of my values are. Like, if I take health as one of my values, I don't necessarily need somebody who approaches health in the same way that I do I don't Mm -hmm. need somebody who goes to the gym every day and who runs like you could be an athlete you could be uh into yoga you could or I guess athlete kind of covers a lot of bases yeah you know but you could be a basketball player you could be a surfer you could be a hiker you could be like Mm -hmm. all these different things that are all rooted in the value of health I would actually prefer that than to somebody who has the exact same interests as me Some of my literal favorite people ever, like favorite group of people that we have in our life are our friends in LA and there are six of us and we have, we all have pretty similar values Mm -hmm. and interests and like lifestyles, but on a daily routine basis, like the details are very different. Yeah. So health and fitness, very important to all of us. I also think independence is very important. That's so true. Independence is very important to all of us. And like being self-sufficient, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Work is really important to all of us. But, like, passionate work, for yeah. sure. Um, and, like, being adventurous, like, doing activities mm-hmm. everyone really values. So when we're together, it's great because, obviously, with that independence pillar, like, there is a lot of time that we spend just, like, on our own. And it is very supportive if someone is like, oh, I'm going to do this instead of, like, come with a group. And yeah. it's not, like, in a malicious, like, oh, I don't want to hang out with you way. It's like, oh, I have this going on. And I was like, cool, we'll see you, like, for dinner when we all cook our, like, healthy meal. Or, like, you know what? It yeah. just makes sense. And I love how it – I just love the dynamic because if you want to do something with someone, it you know it's going to work even though, like, working out. There are a couple days where, like, I didn't have – headphones and I went to the gym with one of my friends so I did have this workout mm-hmm. it's like do, is this what I normally would be doing in my workout no but I'm happily like doing doing your quad workout right now and I left mm-hmm. the gym not being able to walk but I loved it and then we went on a, and then we went on a walk because that was like my interest that I wanted to do and then we'll like go for like we'll jump in the ocean or we'll go visit one of our friends if they're working because he works at an acaiable place and yeah. it just like works yeah. I don't know and I love it because we all have very different interests like I wake up super early. Other people wake up at like 9 a.m. Other people wake up at like 2. Some people wake it like it's a range. And like when we go to sleep is different because we all like are on our different routines. But when we it overlaps, it overlaps and it's great and it works. And when we're doing our own thing, it's supported and mm-hmm. it's great. So how does this apply to being single? Because whether you are single or in a relationship, it is so important to know what your own values are, especially when you're in a relationship. Because like we said, the best relationships come from when you have shared values, even if those manifest as different interests. Like your core values 
are similar. So you understand where each other's coming from, from all of these different things. And then also, when they manifest as different interests, then you have a lot of things to teach each other too. Like, say you start dating a guy and you've always been a runner and he's like super into golf you'd probably be really interested in like going and playing golf with him because you guys have that both have that same right. value i've of, never like, ever had the urge to go play golf in my life but like i would happily right dress the part and go like swing a right. club i would play the part because I'd play part it's we both enjoy like an outdoor physical activity you know mm-hmm. and then maybe he's gonna come on some runs with you and that sort of thing you if need- the activity was like playing video games for six days straight i would not partake because exactly and i would be upset right because that is so not of value and like of oh yours, it, and yeah. like oh if you were going to you wanted dinner and they only wanted like fast food and you were like i want to cook like i don't like, I, would I don't eat that. Something. I would rather cook something. Like, let's make an activity of it. And they're like, side note, one of my friends, I was like, we haven't hung out in so long. Like, can we do an activity? And they were like, mm, no, you should probably find other friends to, like, do activities <laughs> with. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I have other friends to do activities with, but I want to do an activity with you. And by activity, I just mean, like, I literally couldn't care less what it is. I just want to, like, something. go on a coffee walk. Like, I want to do something. And they're like, I'm just not really into activities so that that friendship didn't work out because they didn't want activities and i wanted activities like it has to i that's the thing in a relationship it doesn't matter what the activity is like i need to we need to be aligned and like we're gonna do activities yeah and so you know that that is a value of yours like you like the adventure and the spice and just the like filling your life with doing things like Mm -hmm. that so you need to know what you value before you go and search for a relationship and enter a relationship i need to i need to point out that that was verbatim the like yes i don't want to do activities verbatim like (laughs) you should find other people to do activities with verbatim Verbatim. and i was like did that really just come out of your mouth (laughs) is this a is this an actual legitimate conversation we're having right now like it was shocking it was shocking Um, i love an activity sue me suddenly you're gonna enter a relationship and you're if you don't know what your values are beforehand then you're not gonna like Um, stand your ground in a way in that relationship like you're not gonna lead it at all and you're just gonna kind of morph into whatever they do and maybe you're somebody who loves outdoor activities and you really like this person but they play video games all day and they want you to just play video games all day and then suddenly that's what you're doing and then they don't really know you at your core because you're not truly being yourself because that's not what you like to do because you didn't get a chance to figure that out and now you're in the situation where you're just morphed into some Mm. someone else and you're like oops and then as much as you might like things about that person and get along with that person is that really a relationship that's fueling you and supporting you and your self-growth probably not because you're not you're no longer doing the things that you like to do and it's taking away from your life I think you can probably tell very easily if a relationship feels like a distraction from your normal life versus if it feels like it is supportive of Mm -hmm. your normal life because it both can be true and I think that that is a sign of a healthy good relationship versus one that maybe you shouldn't be in regardless though when you are single it's so important to take that time to get to know yourself and almost date yourself first date yourself first because in or out of a relationship you should spend time with yourself alone you should know your values you should get to know yourself but especially when you are single and you have this free time date yourself first get comfortable spending time with yourself 
doing activities, get food, go for walks, work out by yourself, build a strong relationship with yourself, learn how to treat yourself, like get yourself little gifts, learn your love languages, because that is another piece, just as important as it is to know your values going into a relationship, to know if those values align, know your love languages and how you give and receive love, because there can be so much miscommunication in a relationship that doesn't have to do with how much you like a person, how much they like you, but has everything to do with we are communicating our affection in very different ways. And it's just not clicking. And so if you can learn how you give and receive love and what's important to you before you enter a relationship, it's just going to help you even more. And you're also probably going to know how to love yourself a little more. Like if you're a big gift person, then like giving yourself a little gift like that is huge. Or if you're... um like a big um my physical touch is zero affirmation could be huge for yourself like personal affirmations my physical touch is zero percent i was thinking about that today as i was reading the notes and i was like i literally like get all like do not touch me (laughs) do not touch me (laughs) it like that's crazy Mm. how it varies remember someone was like reading off theirs and they're like oh i'm 50 percent giving gifts and we're like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm But then everyone else who reads off theirs is, like, thinks the other people's are crazy because you just don't understand anyone else's. That's an interesting concept. Mm -hmm. And I think it is fun when they are varying, but it can't be, like, 100% physical touch and 0% physical touch. Or, like, 100% giving gifts and 100% quality time because that just is, like, a fundamental difference. But it can be, like, oh, my number one is um, quality time and my number two is this but like yours are flipped that works welcome to the double take take. i put this up last night and i haven't read any of these so i'm just gonna just gonna go for it and we're gonna starting off with a bang um does it ever get old and at what point no, it doesn't, is the craziest thing, because why would you ever be in a point where you're, if you're ever single and are, feel like it's getting old, there are endless activities you can do with yourself and with your friends that, like, will fill the time and the space, and so at that point, if you feel like, oh, it's getting older, you're like, I need to be in a relationship, like, I need someone, that is just proof positive in that moment that, like, one, you can always better the relationship with yourself. Two, you're not gonna go out and find like the best person for you if your mindset is I'm sick of being single. If your mindset is I'm sick of being single and that's why you're going to get into a relationship, it's not gonna be an amazing relationship. But like no one doesn't get old because you can always do things. There's endless ways to add spice to your life, add value to your life, change up your life. Other than being in a relationship, if that's not what you want to do at the moment, or if that's not coming to you. Someone says, is it really easier than being in a relationship? Is being single really easier than being in a relationship? Yes. I, yeah, absolutely. So much easier. Is So much easier. Even, even I think if you are in, like, the healthiest, best relationship ever, it still can be hard when you're having to, like, commit time and commit energy and stuff to that person even if you love them a lot and even if they're super supportive of you even though maybe maybe it creates a much more enjoyable experience if that's the case but it's not necessarily easier because 
this the person that you've committed to being in a relationship to, you have some responsibilities to them. So I think... Right, because when any, like, hard time when you're single, it's just, like, you and you, and you know that you're gonna get through it at your own, at your own pace, and, like, do your own thing with it, but when you're in a relationship, it adds so much depth that obviously can be great and supportive and, like, level up your life in certain ways, but it also adds an extra layer of, like, complication. Favorite and least favorite parts about being single? Favorite? So much time for activities. You don't have to think through anything, everything that you do on, like, how it's going to affect someone else. Mm-hmm. Obviously, take it with, take that with a grain of salt. Like, always be thinking about how your your actions affect others. But you don't have to be like, oh, if I go do this, it's going to throw off our plans or, like, oh, then I won't be able to do this with them. I don't know. I feel like it adds an extra layer of complication where you just don't have to... You genuinely all you have to think about is yourself and then everything else is extra but when you're in a relationship you automatically like have to think about yourself and this other person Mm -hmm. and then everything else yeah I would say the same and then least favorite is it would be nice like the concept of having one person who has like that's what I was gonna say themselves to being there for you like in a way that maybe a friend a friend yeah offer like to always have somebody there, like, to be... There's the no, like, legally binding commitment in a yeah. friendship. And obviously, like, it's not legally binding. I, that was a figure of speech. But if you're in the right relationship, I feel like it could be, like, a very supported, nice feeling to always have that person that, like, you want to tell everything to and that you hear everything from and you always have somebody to do those activities with and do things with. How long should you be single after a breakup? That is obviously going to be very different for everyone based on how the relationship ended. Maybe it was, like, over emotionally and everything. Maybe you, like, already grieved it before you even out of it. And so then you're, like, ready to ready to move on. Or you get out of it and you have to spend so much time, like, grieving the relationship and getting over it. Regardless, like, be single. How long should you be single, be single. after a relationship? Until you find another person who is a great fit and you guys want to be in a relationship. Yeah no time period on it just until you find that which how do you learn to be single after a six-year relationship ends learning to be alone again that is there's so many steps to that one is like grieve mm-hmm. it's like go through this go through the however many stages two like once you're in a spot where or this can start beyond that but like Step one would be, like, leaning on your friends or other support systems. Mm -hmm. And then step two would be leaning on yourself. Because, one, you can only exhaust your... Like, to be so for real, you can only exhaust your friends' support so much. Like, it gets to a point where they're, like, sick of hearing about it, sick of telling you the same thing over and over, and you just gotta get over it. That's... That's a very... That's very tough. I mean that... I mean that in the nicest way possible. But at some point... They're gonna be like, shut the fuck up and move on. Like, we're done talking Hopefully about it. You should be done talking about it. They, yeah, not because they're like bad friends, but because they're like, oh my god, we've listened to this. We've given you the same advice over and over again. Like, we're we're done. And then that's when you're like, okay, I'm. Then you got to lean on yourself, and it's still gonna be like hard, obviously. But like, lean into be doing solo activities. Then yeah. I think it's also a huge mindset. that wait wait. I don't mean lean into do, doing solo activities as in like cut off your friends i mean that as in 
focus on your relationship with yourself because obviously you're not gonna like end a relationship and immediately be like time to focus on myself now like you need a second to be like get your bearings straight and that's the moment when you're like okay I'm ready to like move move forward rather than just like stand like stand up I mean so many people have like post-relationship glow-ups and things in all aspects of life because suddenly you have a ton of free time and almost a little bit of like revenge type energy could be like anger type energy. or you're just like oh i have so much more potential yeah. and if you can get yourself to channel that into a new hobby like start going to the gym by yourself and get into that because or literally any hobby yeah, ever or, or like any hobby or it's like maybe it's fueling maybe it's art maybe it's career maybe it's art. like whatever yeah there's there's so many things that you can take that energy and try to fuel so give yourself time, like Gavin said, to grieve and heal first. And then I would look at it as you haven't been able to experience something like this in the past six years. Even though you're missing something now that you were so used to and so comfortable with and probably loved having for that period of time, like you got to experience that. It doesn't take away from the fact that you got to experience that. You now get to experience something brand new, which is whatever hobbies <laughs> which is whatever you want. you want and that's a super exciting thing how to feel like you're not missing out when you're not in a relationship you're not missing out if you're not in a relationship that just means that one you're not in a place to be in a relationship or two the right person isn't there so you're actually not missing out on anything not being in a relationship especially like in your 20s and stuff i feel like when you're a little bit older and a lot of people around you are in serious relationships it can be really easy to feel like you are missing out but i would look at the flip side of it and think about how maybe those other people are missing out because this is such a time period of getting to know yourself as an adult and as like you have so much freedom to like do whatever you want try life experiences and like if you want to go and like take a painting class on a tuesday night why was that my first thought i don't know but like you could just do literally whatever you want at any given time obviously obviously i know everyone has responsibilities but like in the context of thinking through relationships you're not missing out you have so much to do i think you would be missing out a lot more if you were in a relationship because you wouldn't have the freedom of doing whatever you wanted, whenever you wanted. How do you know if it's better to be single than stay fighting for a relationship that's too far gone? I would say you just answer your own question. Don't do that. Don't do that, because I do that a lot. Um, and you definitely shouldn't, because that's when they tell you that they don't want to actually do activities. <laughs> if you're feeling like a relationship is too far gone and you are fighting for your life for it, then that is no longer a relationship that you want to be in. Because if you're fighting and you feel like you're, like, you're literally fighting for, fighting for it, they're not fighting back. They're not, it's just because they're not fighting there's back. No, there's no clicking. If you were there. both working on it, if you were both working on a relationship, there would still be the issue, there would still be problems, but it, the problem would be separate from, like, you and them. Mm-hmm. When you're fighting for a relationship, the problem in your mind is, like, connected to them because they're not fighting for it and it's, it's you versus the relationship and them. Mm-hmm. But... So that, if you're feeling like you're fighting for it, then, or you're fighting against them for it, then move on. Stop fighting. But if you feel like you're both fighting and working towards something, because obviously problems don't just, you don't say, okay, let's do this, and then it just goes away. But if you feel like you're both working together, and it, like, you wouldn't be asking this question if it was a positive, if there was a positive outcome. What I think a lot of people get wrong is that you 
don't necessarily want that person you want the relationship that you have with that person so if you no longer have the same relationship with them don't fight for the person anymore because it's not them that you loved and were used to it was the relationship that you guys have together and if that relationship is so far gone that you're saying it's too far gone and you're fighting for your life for it then that's something that you need to let go because it's it's not ever going to be the same as it once was when it was serving you Mm -hmm. so with that thank you guys so much for listening hopefully you either agreed with us or got some contrasting perspectives either you found support in your mindset or you you found something that maybe made you think a little bit yeah um everything that we talk about is it's so situational everybody in this world has different experiences with everything and we can only speak on our experiences of what we've lived and what we've observed from other people and whenever we talk about anything we are never saying better or worse you should do this you shouldn't do this we're simply talking we just talking simply talking and hopefully it inspires you to think a little bit either in agree agree in either in agreement with us or disagree with us either way that's what we're that's we're here to do either way we appreciate you guys coming back we week after week and hanging out with us and listening to us for following us on socials you can find our personals at caroline canine and in Catherine canine and at girls equals pod that's all linked in the description too so you can click on over and go check anything out as well as merch oh my god the other day my friend was like oh i saw your your merch out in the wild again and i was like what do you mean again? one second so many questions what do you mean again he's like yeah i've seen it like four times and i was like why haven't you been like telling me this or taking a picture he's like thought it was like oh well like have you never seen it in the wild i was like no i would die if i like i would literally be so excited like (laughs) the world would know if i just was walking around target and saw someone wearing an impress yourself hoodie so pretty much we should make that happen and you guys should go yeah go and get one and we will see you guys next monday monday bye If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors.